crashed into the earth and, and killed everybody and everything except for you. What would you do? Probably kill myself. Damn. I mean, not jumping right to it. Huh? I mean, I mean, I'd have like, okay, let's let's say you don't know that everyone and everything is dead. You're not gonna even give it a chance to like see if maybe you can find somebody. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess I suppose I'd probably. I would probably assume that I was the only person alive and then I'd just drive around and have some fun, you know, break into places you can't go into when, you know, other people are alive, but set off some nukes, just, just have a field day, you know? Yeah. I mean, have some fun with it, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, who's to stop you? Exactly. I, I was thinking I'd, I'd go on a little like nomadic journey to see if anybody was around. And once I, started to come to terms with the fact that no one's around. I just like see what's like going on in the world and then find a really cool place to jump off of, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause in a situation like that, you don't want to end up getting like sick or like severely injuring yourself. Yeah. That wouldn't be ideal. Cause then you can't take care of yourself. Yeah. And if we're, if we're assuming that like all the animals and stuff died too, then there's like a, there's like a finite amount of time before like, the food that's available to you starts to run out. Yeah. So I say, you know, just have fun with whatever time you've got and then like call it quits before it starts to get bad. Yeah. I mean, I know they got those like emergency, like prepper ration kits you can get where the food stays good for like, like 20 or 30 years. But I mean, I guess most canned foods last a good long time. So you've got like a solid decade before you really gotta start worrying about it. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like in, I mean, maybe not our age, but I feel like if we were older, if we were like, I don't know, like 50 or 60, I feel like you'd really have to start worrying. Like in 10 years, I might severely need medical attention. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I guess that I guess that's when you decide to off yourself. Yeah. I'd also make sure to like jerk off of every cool mountain. <laughs> off of every cool mountain yeah just like send it out into the void like you climb to the top of everest and just bust a nut hell yeah who else has done that i i mean i'm pretty sure nobody exactly you would be the only person in the history of the world to ever do that i would have been well i guess i don't know about the like like iss people but i'd be i'd be the first i'd be the person to have nutted the farthest off of earth like the highest point on, well, definitely the highest point on earth. I don't know about the furthest off of earth. I don't know if astronauts get a chance to jerk off or whatever. You know, they have to, I, I would assume, I wonder if they go through training for that. Like, this is how you, cause like, it's just going to float around, you know, right. like, 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 you know, it's going to turn into like, little, <laughs> like, the, like the balls and just like right. float around. Right. Like how they have to pee in that special like vacuum. Right, 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 right. So how do they deal with their cummies? <laughs> I don't know. I would assume it's, I would assume it's a similar, similar to going to the bathroom. Probably. You're probably right. I don't know. Maybe they, I, I like to think they have special training for it. Like, all right, listen, we, we know, we know it's going to happen. We're just here to make sure you, we're just here to make sure it happens safe. That's what like school sex ed should be. Right. So I, I would hope the astronauts are going through that kind of thing. They probably like, listen. We get it. You know, no matter what we say, you're going to get desperate up there. So we're just here to make sure it doesn't cause some kind of catastrophic failure and blow up the entire ISS because your cum got somewhere it shouldn't have. I mean, it. they, they must be doing something right because that thing hasn't shut down yet. And that, no, not That at thing's all. been going for a long time. Long so. time. 
Yeah, so they they must have him trained pretty well. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Um the other the other morning I got up to take Lily outside and you know, we've talked before about how at some point she just decides she doesn't want to walk anymore. Yeah, she just gives up. Yeah. Uh so she was like not wanting to walk and I was like, fine. So I go to pick her up and I've got like the leash handle wrapped around my right hand and I'm picking her up with the left, except I step on the leash as I pick her up. Oh no. Yeah. And then I, I fell. Oh, (laughs) ow. I, I mean, it didn't hurt. I just fell into grass, but it was like, you know, Eight o'clock in the morning, it was wet, like dewy grass. So not ideal. Not ideal. Nope. And then my fingers doing about the same, but I did manage to smash my hand. You can see this giant purple. Yeah. Can you just like, like stop hurting your hand? Yeah. Yeah. I need to just get into a bubble or something. Apparently. My God. Yeah. You doing? Yeah. I don't know. Just some, some goofiness. Um, what uh what else has been going on with you, man? Oh, not much. Uh we we had a bit of a, a a major development in the past week. We did. So uh you guys might remember um I had previously told a story of what we we had dubbed uh Schrodinger's prank. Um if you want to hear it in its entirety, it's in episode six. But uh for those of you who don't remember, I'll briefly give a synopsis synopsis of how it went down um so almost a little over a year ago um i pulled a prank on my friend ken who's um that you know what it doesn't even matter why i put a window sticker on his car uh without telling him i had snuck over in the middle of the night and as i was doing it his uh motion light came on and i then ran away ran home and waited to hear back from either Ken or his wife, Amy, who contacts me much more than Ken. Thanks, Amy. Um, and uh, yeah, I never heard anything. And he'd left it on his vehicle for a solid year, not knowing where this came from. So I didn't know if they knew or if they had me on video. We, Any, were, we weren't sure if it was just like not being acknowledged or if they just didn't know. Yeah. Or if they knew that it was me, had it on video, and they were like, well, we're going to wait for him to bring it up. Right, right, right. Which clearly didn't happen. So this would have been last Tuesday. Um, uh, Our episode that came out on Monday was uh, called Max Afraid of Short People. Yeah, that sounds about right. And I had posted um, into my Facebook story that we had a new episode up. Well, on Tuesday... Amy sends me a text and says, is Mac afraid of short people? Which I thought was kind of weird, but I was like, oh, haha. And I was like, yeah, you know, whatever. And we got to talking about the podcast and I was like, you know, Amy, we we've talked about you and Ken quite a bit. Well, definitely Ken. Ken. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, we've mentioned you, but it's mostly Ken. Um, so she said they were going to start listening to the podcast. And she did. And they listened to the first couple episodes. And I was like, oh, man, I was like, I know we tell that Schrodinger's prank story pretty early. Yeah, I I had actually like basically forgotten about it. 
Okay. <laughs> like, like Ken texted us earlier in the week, like mentioning that he listened to the podcast. And he thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. I, I didn't expect like Ken to ever listen to it. Right. Uh, uh, so that was really cool. <laughs> like a few more days go by. <laughs> yeah. So Thursday, uh, I'm driving around for work and I get a call from Amy and I go, oh God, she heard it. It's literally, it was just two minutes of her laughing so hard. I couldn't understand what she was trying to say to me. So then I'm laughing at this point and you know, she's like, oh my God, we didn't know where it came from. Like all this stuff. And she was like, yeah, you know, like, how did you get it out without anyone seeing? And I was like, well, I, you didn't finish listening to the story, did you? And she's like, no, I heard it was you that put it on and called you immediately. I was like, finish listening. It gets even better. Um, so her and I agreed not to tell Ken. And the best way for him to find out was to listen to the episode on his own. Definitely. Yeah. So the next day, sure enough, Ken listens to it. And then you and I both get a text from him. I'm going to read out the text. I don't remember what it said, but yeah, I'm go read for out the it. Text. <clears throat> so, okay. So he texted us uh, a, a picture of the sticker and he said, does this mean the cat is dead or alive? And I love monster hunter rise dick, which is in response to something that I said. Yeah. And he said, both of you are dicks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the joke landed so perfectly because like I got to loop Amy into it and like, her and I had this secret behind Ken's back for like a day, which was pretty funny. <laughs> she kept calling him a twat waffle <laughs> because the sticker is a waffle. And he's like, God, why do you keep doing that? Why do you keep saying that? And she was just like cracking up about it. But I love how this all got like brought in and like, he thought someone put it on in the parking lot at the bank. Well, so this is my favorite part is how much this, sticker situation blew out of proportion with him and his family oh absolutely because he explained to us that like he he, he was asking like everybody he worked with customers that that like go to where he works his family no one knew where it came from and there started to be fucking conspiracy theories yeah about like <laughs> ken being marked because someone was after him or trying to steal his baby yeah or uh there was another rumor that it was like a gang symbol <laughs> Because like, and I don't blame him. And I like, I might use like the picture he sent us of the sticker as the thumbnail just for reference. Yeah. But like, when I looked at the sticker, I was like, if I like seen this without context, I wouldn't have known it's a waffle. No, it's just like a bunch of lines like cross hatching each other with the circle around it. Like I, I had no idea it was a waffle. When I, he, yeah, neither one of them did either. So like, I don't totally blame them. But then like, my favorite part is like, despite all these rumors flying around and like the origin of the sticker being completely unknown, Ken was like. <laughs> I mean, I like the sticker, so I guess I'll just leave it on. Yeah, and you <laughs> left it for a year. Well, and the the most ironic part is the day that Amy heard about it and called me, um, I looked back at the photo. It was exactly one year to the day that I put it on. It's too fucking perfect. Yeah, freaking nuts. And like, I personally feel like like this is through the podcast, like almost in an offhand kind of way, is like the the ideal way for him to have found out about it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it would have been funny enough if he just, you know, like called me the next day or like sent me a text. Yeah. That would have been funny, 
But, but this is way better. This is way better. It took a year and, and him us and starting a podcast, <laughs> us starting a podcast, telling a story. And then six months later, him finally starting to listen to the podcast to actually hear about this. Oh, and he had no clue. I love that. He just like didn't bother trying to like contact any of his friends. Oh, it's too fucking good. Yeah. Unfortunately, he did inform us for anyone who remembers that episode. Uh, there was no video with the motion sensor outside. So unfortunately, we don't have a, a video of Mike like crouched down and suddenly getting surprised by a light turning on. Yeah, that that would have been that would have been pretty epic, but it, it was still a poggers prank. Oh, for sure. I <laughs> and now the mystery is finally solved that he can finally understand the origin of that sticker. Right. And like, I, I just, I, it kills me <laughs> that like behind the scenes of all of this, like his family has just been like trying to figure this out all the while you've been there. Like, I man, know. this is fucking hilarious. Right. And you know, I, you know, I drive by, uh, I drive by his, the bank that he works at, you know, at least once a month and just look and be like, Oh, yep. Sticker still there. Um, and he was like, yeah, he really thought it had happened at work. He thought someone like he's like, no one. My car's parked backwards in my driveway. No one's going to creep behind my car and do that. Well, that and he mentioned he didn't notice until he until he was at work. He didn't notice the day it would like went on there. He noticed at work. So yeah, I don't blame him. But like, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, and well, the funny thing is, like, I assumed like working at a bank they probably have security cameras all over like the parking lot and everything. But I didn't think about the fact that he didn't know he had no idea what time it would have taken place. Yeah. So he couldn't tell security to like keep an eye out at this time or whatever. So he was just kind of stuck with it. Oh, uh, and thus ends the Schrodinger's joke saga. Yeah. But I think it, like you said, I think it landed and was resolved in the best way it possibly could have. Oh, definitely. Cause it, I, I feel like like you, you, you telling him, him asking you, him catching you, none of it would have been as good as like him finding out through a podcast months after we had recorded it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love it. That was a lot. That was a longer time ago than I thought too. Like only episode six. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that was a real early episode, but um, yeah, I'm glad I'm glad it's done. I'm glad you got pulled into it. Yeah, no, like when he sent that text, I was like, I like reading through everything that he was talking, talk, like all the conspiracy theories they were building up about it. I was fucking dying. I was like, I can't believe this. Oh, I, I can't believe this turned to this whole thing for him and for you. It was just like a, a quick little joke. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it took me a while. I had it planned out for a while, but yeah, it the actual execution didn't take more than a few minutes. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, I got an update. So we had talked, I think it was a couple episodes ago, about the order in which you get dressed coming out of the shower. Uh-huh. And, you know, I, jo I joked around like, eh, sometimes I go socks first. I got to walk around naked for a little bit. Not a super common thing. We've talked pr previously that being shirtless is not something I enjoy, but it was haircut. Day. It, it was grooming day. You know, I don't want to give myself a haircut and shave and any other sort of manscaping that needs to be done and get hair all over my clothes. That's 
that's totally fair. I I don't wear a shirt when I shave either. Yeah, there you go. So it's been hot here recently. Sure has. And my AC doesn't work very well. Oof. My apartment also gets extremely hot. So on this particular day, I forgot that I had my bedroom window and blinds open. Oh boy. And the bedroom light, the bedroom light was turned off, but my bathroom light was on and my bathroom and that window are lined up perfectly. Nice little window. Yep. And you know, the bathroom lights on and it's dark outside. That means anyone looking in can clearly see anything going on. Didn't even realize it was open until after it was time to get in the shower. <laughs> so <laughs> who knows who, I don't what, know. what wonders were out there that could have seen. Yeah. Thankfully, thankfully I'm on a second floor. And so I think there were only like two or three apartments that maybe had a view or the people walking like by the building next to me. So I think I was all right, but I just thought that was a goofy situation because we had already talked about neighbors looking in, seeing us naked multiple times. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, you know, give them a little show. Good for them. I'm happy for them. Yeah. Speaking of little shows. Oh, I had my, I had my maid stream this week. You did. I tuned in for that. You did. You popped in for a bit. I did. What'd you think? Did I look good? You did. I wish, uh, I wish there would, <laughs> you know, I, I like that you played a VR game. Yeah. Well, so for context, I would, I, a, a VR game came out that I was really excited about cooking simulator VR. I'd played cooking simulator before, but like this was the VR version. I yeah. just, and I really liked that game. So I was like, Oh, VR, this will be even awesomer. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I, I was watching one of Scorpion's streams and he gave me shit for not having done the, the maid stream yet. And I was like, I have a pretty good idea for a stream title if I did cooking simulator VR in a maid dress. So I asked him if he like would have time to watch that stream. And so it ended up working out. Nice. So, you know, I played cooking simulator VR in because like I mentioned, like if I just on a normal gameplay stream, like that wouldn't have been great for wearing a maid outfit because when I do my webcam, you really only see from like just above the nips up. <laughs> right. So you wouldn't have been able to get like the full show. Right. Doing a VR stream. I like make sure that a lot of my body is in sight because I'm going to be moving around a lot. And like, you know, yeah, you, when you're when people are doing VR, you want to see what goofy shit they're doing that like looks really stupid in real life. Yeah. So I thought it'd be the perfect stream to put on a little little show. I like it. Yeah. We got to see you like spinning around and it was legit. It was really uncomfortable and awkward. <laughs> yeah. How long did you end up having it on for? Uh, the, 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 for the entire stream. So three hours. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure how long it lasted. Yeah. I had to, um, I had to like hike my underwear up to like above my belly button mm -hmm. because otherwise like it would show beneath <laughs> like the, the bottom of my skirt. <laughs> nice. You didn't get a pair of briefs for it. I don't own briefs. So I'm not going to buy some for this. I mean, you bought a maid's costume. Yeah. And I didn't want to pay more than that. You know? Yeah. I gotcha. <laughs> Fair enough. But it was good. I liked it. <laughs> did, uh, did the rest of your viewers enjoy it? They were super excited. It was one of my most active streams in a long time. Nice. <laughs> uh, I, I do wish though that you in the maid outfit would have been the bigger screen and gameplay would have been the tiny screen in the I, corner. Yeah. You mentioned that I was not going to do that. Yeah, it was, I was, I, I was not comfortable doing that at all, but, um, eh. you don't know. I don't, you, you probably don't know about Twitch channel points, right? No. So Twitch has this system. Uh, every, every channel does this. Um, you get 
points for watching live streams. It's like every few minutes you like gain a point. Okay. Um, and streamers can set what those points are used for. And there's a few like default options for what they can be used for. Okay. Um, I am extraordinarily lazy about my channel points, so I've never actually made them worth anything. Okay. The only thing you can do worthwhile is like unlock one of the emotes that are locked behind like uh, a subscription. Okay. Or you can highlight a message in chat, which is more useful for bigger streamers who have a lot of chats going on at once. For me, it's just more of a meme thing. Yeah. So everybody on everybody who watches me has a shit ton of channel points because no one has any reason to use them. Right. So every time I like bring up the fact that I'm like thinking about adding something for channel points that like I have to mention the fact that like everybody has a shit ton of channel points. Whatever I add like is this just going to be used like crazy because everyone has a shit ton yeah, built up. Right. Right. <laughs> It's like it's like if I gave everybody like a salary every week for a year and then suddenly introduced Oreos, you know, right? <laughs> right. That's all you're going to buy is Oreos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I was I was talking to them and I was like, you know, Scorpion uh, and Microwave who are like pretty much the, the top viewers each have around like I believe it's somewhere between 60 and 70,000 channel points each. So I was thinking like, you know, I could come up with a bunch of channel point rewards and then make one of them like unlock a made dress stream and just make that cost like 80,000 points. So it's, it, it takes forever to rack up enough points to like actually unlock a made dress stream. Yeah. And in doing so would like de-incentivize people to spend their points on other shit. Oh, okay. All right. Can, uh, can you give points to other users? No. Okay. No, I was going to like pull them together. I was going to say, cause you know, you know, they're all just going to pull them together to get you to wear a maid's. Yeah, no, it can't do that again. Okay. But it's like, you know, I own the thing, so I might as well like still use it for something. Yeah. I mean, you always got a backup Halloween costume. True. Um, <laughs> I should do that. <laughs> I should get invited to a, a Halloween party and show up in a maid dress. You should combine the maid dress with your pirate costume. <laughs> Mac the pirate wench. <laughs> I like it. Just go around cleaning up pirate ships. Yeah, I like it. Um, nice. I probably have some points. You probably have some, yeah, but not not nearly the tens of thousands that certain people have. No, up. no. And I don't really get Twitch because I really hardly ever use it. It's mostly just to watch you. Um, but there's like random things that that pop up when I'm on there and I'm like, I don't know what this button does. I may have spent my points on something random and just not known. I even had points. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. There's like random little, I'm not going to pull up a stream right now, but yeah, I don't know. There's like a random little icon that I hit sometimes and I don't know what it does. Gotcha. Eh. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I want to come up with like creative stuff to use in my channel points for, but I just, I, I never think of anything. Um, but uh, like in terms of like building them out to the point that people can just use them like crazy. This is, there's this really fucking funny clip. Um, this streamer, uh, named Jerma nine, eight, five, uh, really fucking funny streamer. One of my favorites. Uh, -huh. um, uh, 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 but he did this live stream. He had this idea for a live stream. He, 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 he set up like this thing that would like randomize his old live streams and just play them. Mm -hmm. And he was like, okay, so each live stream will play for like five minutes if you spend like a certain number of channel points, you can increase uh, the amount of time that you're that you can increase the amount of time that we watch this stream by like 30 seconds. Yeah. And so the first stream that he pulled up the very first one, 
everybody spent their channel points and increased the timer to like three hours. <laughs> <laughs> nice and he was like trying he was like telling them like guys stop this stream isn't even boring why i mean this this stream is boring why are you right. even spending points on this stop and oh he, he didn't think to put a limit on like how many people could extend the timer so it just got increased to like three hours oh it's no one of my favorite clips it's so fucking funny that's great yeah <sighs> mac so you told a story about getting your car fixed yeah and there was the mix-up because there were two similar cars yes have you ever made the mistake of trying to get into someone else's car thinking it was yours? No, because all my cars have been old as shit and very recognizable. Fair enough. <laughs> I haven't had that problem at all. <laughs> um, so I don't want to say it happens to me all the time, but I've got a fairly recognizable car. I have a, you do. I have a black fusion. They're everywhere. Right. Um, and there, I mean, there have been several times where I've like started walking up to a car and then I'm like, Oh, that's not mine. You know, whatever. Sometimes it happens. There, there'll be three of us parked in a row sometime and I'm, you know, whatever. You ever like walk up at the same time as someone and just be like, want to trade and just like <laughs> toss each other keys and just take someone else's car for a spin? I didn't. But next time that happens, I think I might do that. That's actually really funny. I don't know if I'll <laughs> toss my keys, but I'll definitely look at them and ask if they want to trade. <laughs> that's that's fucking hilarious. I want to I, I really want to hear what someone's response would be to that. All right. We'll update this on the podcast. <laughs> I mean, that situation where I run into that person at the same time doesn't happen very often. But I'm very frequently parked next to another car exactly like mine. Yeah. So we'll, it'll happen eventually. Yeah, it'll happen. We'll we'll update that. Um, but th there have been times where I've like, you know, just hit unlock, not thinking and like walk up to the car and pull the handle and it doesn't unlock. And I'm like, oh, I'm two spots over. Not a huge deal. But I had a situation similar to you. This would have been. 2006. You've been, driving a, you've been driving a fusion for that long no 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 no. this was a different car okay no no no. i have a 2020 right now but in 2006 no no that's not what I, I i know you like lease out your car so i was wondering oh. if you like kept getting a fusion for like several years no but i did lease the like same make model and color two leases in a row yeah yeah i know that so yeah. I, I just didn't know if you had done it further back than i knew no no i didn't i don't want any other car this no. is the only one. <laughs> this is it. No exceptions. Um, so this would have been like 2006. I had a similar situation to you. I had a really old, shitty, very recognizable car. I had a 1994 four-door Ford Tempo. It was maroon. It had electric automatic seatbelts. And it had a chrome luggage rack on the trunk. Nice. Like I never saw another one of these cars and I was leaving, uh, I was leaving class. I was leaving the business school and little did I know there was another one parked in the same row, just two spots closer. <laughs> I walk up and I, I see that the doors unlocked and I go, Oh crap. I forgot to lock it. <laughs> and I had power locks but for some reason, the driver door didn't work. So I had to manually lock that. And I was like, oh, crap, I forgot to lock it. So I walk up to the car. I open the door. Oh, no. 
and an alarm goes off. Uh, this beater old piece of shit car had an alarm that they still set, but yet just didn't lock their doors. Maybe because their door didn't lock right either. But yep, I was like, what? What the fuck is going on? And then I look, and sure as shit, there's the same car two cars down. So I just slowly get into my car and drive away and pretend like I didn't just set that car alarm off. Damn. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that shit doesn't happen every day. No, no. It was very similar to your Avalon story. (laughs) Yeah. But after I got home, after you told that, I was like, oh, fuck, I had a I had a similar situation. Yeah. I meant to bring this up a couple podcasts ago, but I totally forgot. Um, uh, 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 One Piece has yeah. overtaken uh, Batman in comic sales. Really? I think that's pretty epic. Yes. One Piece is the number two sold comic in the world right now. And what's the number one? Superman. Okay. Is number one currently or like all time? All time. Really? All time. Yep. Okay. Damn. I forget what the ex- I think it was 480 million. There's 480 million copies of various volumes of One Piece in circulation right now. Damn. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Coming for that number one spot soon, maybe. Yeah. You mm-hmm. think so? Oh, definitely. It never stops going up. Okay. I mean, I, w- I would assume people still are still into into Superman, but I don't know. Superman's like kind of dunked on as a superhero these days. Everyone thinks he's fucking boring. It's like, okay, he has every power that makes him boring. <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. It, I mean, that makes sense. Um, our old coworker, Jeff used to, used to say the same thing. He didn't like Superman cause he was like too powerful. Right, right, right. Like Superman is important for like establishing the idea of superheroes. Yeah. But when you think about it, it's like, okay, so he has next to no character flaws. Uh, he can do everything. He's basically invincible. How is this a fucking interesting character? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I get that. Even like, I mean, I don't know about the comics, but like protecting his identity is just him putting on like glasses and not wearing his Superman costume. Yeah, it's and super nobody goofy. recognizes him. It's super goofy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they kind of I don't know if they like meant to clown on it or if they were just kind of like being like, eh, it's worked before to work again uh, when they with Invincible. Uh, uh, I, I think I talked about this show before uh, it, it came out not that long ago. It's it's about superheroes. Um, yeah. And like wh- one of the things that they like bring up in the show is like the main character like finds out while on the job as a superhero that there's a girl who who has been going to his high school for a long time who's also a superhero that he knew as a superhero and he was just like <laughs> he just like never noticed that it was her and and so she was what? like she was like yeah i mean it's a psychological thing you don't expect to see a superhero at school so you don't uh and, <laughs> and so like the same rule applies to like every character so like his dad who's like the most powerful and famous superhero in the world no one knows that he's him even though like he has a very distinct look yeah <laughs> God. Um, oh, by the way, Ken and Amy tuned into your uh, maid stream. They did? <laughs> yeah. Well, because I told them. God damn it. They went out of their way and downloaded Twitch specifically just to watch it. Oh, boy. Yeah. They liked it. They said good job. I'm, I'm glad they enjoyed it. I did not. Actually, I had a really fun time with that stream. Yeah, I, 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 I figured you probably did. The game was fun as hell. I, I always enjoy when there's like 
active shit going on in chat. Yeah. It's a really funny game. Plus I, I love streaming in VR. Like VR is so much fun to do in, in like on stream. Cause like there's so much room for like improv comedy and like a VR world. Cause like, Oh yeah. You have so much more access to like your own body movements and like doing things in the game. Like, you know, uh, when I was playing a uh, cooking simulator, I kept throwing shit constantly. Yeah. Like, I, oh yeah. Like, I, I, I threw like cartons of, of, of chicken broth. I threw tomatoes. I threw pork. Like I, I, I had a phone at one point that like I was trying to repair my stove and it wasn't working. So I like tossed the phone across the, the, the kitchen. You had a piece of salmon just like on the burner. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like not in a pan. <laughs> yeah, no, we were just burning a, 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 a salmon steak. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Like, and like, I look back at like old VR videos that I've done and like, uh-huh. they're always like really funny in my own opinion. Cause it's just like, there's just something about VR where it's like, you have so much more room to like do stupid, funny shit. Yeah. Um, and so I've always really enjoyed, enjoyed doing VR. The only problem I have with like streaming VR is that like my lavalier mic isn't great. Um, so I'd, I'd like to get a new one because like it, it's fine if I'm speaking at a normal volume, but like if I if I get loud at all, it peaks really bad. Okay. So I'd like to get a better lavalier mic, but they're really expensive. So, um, but um, in general, like streaming VR is a lot of fun. Yeah. No, it was it was fun to watch. I would say. I mean, it's 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 always fun. Like. I think maybe because I'm not a gamer, I think watching your streams, it's more entertaining watching you. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the goal of my live streams. Yeah. Uh, 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 every live stream almost has like a focus with it, what, what it comes with. They're doing like speedrunners have, you know, the speed run as their focus. Um, people who play like competitive uh, uh, CSGO have like being really good at the game to be their focus. Yeah. Um, people who live stream only like a specific game have like showing off like that game and like some of the harder aspects of that game is like their focus. But for people like me, the focus is like, you know, if people decide to watch my stream for a specific game, they aren't going to keep watching my channel if I don't continue playing that specific game, which I'm not going to because I'm a variety streamer. And yeah. I, 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 for one, get really bored playing the same game all the time. Yeah. I don't know how some people do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so for me, like the goal becomes like rope people in with my personality and make that what they're coming back for. Yeah. And honestly, that's the only, I mean, not the only reason I've watched your streams, you know, to support you, but right. Like if it was just you not talking and playing video games, I would get bored very, very quickly. Yeah. Um, but some people do like that stuff. I mean, I, I understand it to a certain extent. Um, there are some like, more challenge focused live streams that I do enjoy watching from time to time. Mm-hmm. But like it's it, like for me, it's gotta be like specific things. Like I really enjoy watching um, speed runs of like the dark souls, Bloodborne, Sekiro games, but only if they're like glitchless. Uh-huh. Um, so like sp- speed runs for a lot of games rely on glitches to like make them go get through the game as fast as possible. Like dark Souls speed runs, especially like they'll, they'll find ways to like break through the map. So okay. they, they can run around in areas they're not supposed to, so they can skip entire chunks of the game. Ah, uh, and it's like that's. I mean, it's cool to see you reach the credits as fast as possible, but, but as possible. But for me, it's really fun to watch someone just be really fucking good at the game. Yeah, and beat the game just like really well. Like they they run into a boss and they just decimate it in thirty seconds without taking any damage themselves. Like yeah. that's cool to watch. Yeah. So I understand that aspect of it, but for me, I've never understood watching 
uh, live streams for anything but like the personality of the stream. That's like all the streamers I watch. It's fully based on like I like the person like Jerma, the guy I mentioned earlier. He's just a really funny guy. That's yeah. why I watch him. He, he plays weird shit that I've never heard of. Yeah, but I just watch him because I think he's funny. Nice. Nice. You still got to play that Titanic game. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm not trying to bug you about it, but when you uh, when you mentioned like you're looking for like you're like, oh, I like to play different things. I was like, that's completely different. That's true. Yeah. Um, I've actually uh, recently I've kind of want, been wanting to return. So like, I feel like in the last couple years, really, ever since I got like my big fancy new computer, I've 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 played a lot of like triple A games and like the more popular games. Uh-huh. And I kind of like looked back at the history of my channel and I was like, wow, back in the game, I, uh, back in the day, I really played a lot of indie games that like huh. nobody really played at all. Yeah. Um, and I kind of miss playing those kinds of games. So like I recently started playing Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, which isn't like I wouldn't say a small game, but it's definitely not triple A. OK, it's, it's, it's a pretty lesser known game. And it's been it's been ugh, excuse me, fun as hell. Um. It's got a really cool history. Uh, I, I, I doubt you have, but you've, have you ever heard of Castlevania? Oh yeah, you have heard of Castlevania. Yeah, yeah. So Castlevania is like a, a, a retro um, a series, and like, uh, yeah, that came out a long time ago, didn't it? Yeah, the first one was like an NES game, I think. Okay, yeah, yep, that's or what SNES about. or something. But um, one of the most famous uh, uh, games in that franchise is Castlevania Symphony of the Night, which I've never played, but it looks cool as hell, and I've always wanted to play it. Um, but the director of that game just kind of like stopped making games for like a decade uh-huh. and then came back and formed the studio to make this game bloodstained ritual of the night. Okay. So it's like, it's like a spiritual successor to that game. Um, and it's, All it's right. really well done. It's a really solid game. Right on, right on. But I, I yeah, I, I'm thinking like I, I need to like start picking up some of those smaller games that I've been neglecting. Cause it's like every time I pick up a triple A, like every triple A game from the past few years, it's like the focus has always has continually been on just like, more and more play time like make the games longer yeah give, give the players a reason to stay longer make them play for fucking ever and so like when i choose to play one of those games it's like i'm committing to like a lot of streams of a certain game yeah so i i i'd like to you know maybe between those bigger games i can start picking up like one or two indie games that'll be like five ten hours and then i'm done with it yeah nice um yeah i've i've honestly enjoy. i don't know how mainstream any of these games are but I've enjoyed uh, watching your streams when you play like what I would consider to be like random stuff. Like you played like the pirate game mm. for a 12 hours. <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't know that even existed. And you played like the cooking simulator and you've got your game where you're a trucker. <laughs> like I love that game. I find that more interesting than playing like some mainstream game. Yeah. Yeah. And like the, the, the other benefit of it, which isn't what really what I'm pursuing, obviously, but the other benefit of it is like, generally speaking, when I play lesser known games, like I, I it's, it's not necessarily easier for me to get viewers, but like, I, I seem to get viewers more frequently because like, you know, with Twitch, when you're looking for something to watch, you choose a game to watch. You don't choose like, you're not given like a list of random streams. Like you always okay. go, you always go to browse by a game and it's usually sorted by like number of viewers. So if someone goes on Twitch and is looking to watch like a certain game, like, oh, I want to watch Overwatch today. They click on the Overwatch category. There's 400 streamers playing yeah. Overwatch. Yeah. But like you go to play, you go to play Cooking Simulator VR. And when I looked it up the other day, there was like eight people playing it. 
Okay. So, I, I guarantee there's nobody playing that Titanic game. <laughs> I don't even know if it'd be listed on Twitch. <laughs> Probably not. I think it's from like 1998. Yeah. I, I think they were just like, like capitalizing on the success of the movie. Yeah. Oh, you were definitely right. That I think was like 97. Yeah. So, you know, the, the, the unintended benefit of like playing those smaller, lesser known games is like the people who are really interested in seeing that game in particular, like they have a much higher chance of discovering you. I gotcha. Um, I got another little update. So, um, over the weekend, um, our girl crystal was in town. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, she, she wasn't here long. I got a couple, I got breakfast with her on Thursday and then, um, couple of us got lunch on sunday but that was that was all i really saw her this time um she was pretty busy but um i did want to bring up that she said on on the the flight up from florida she was listening to the podcast and she she was getting caught up and she heard the episode where we raided her uncle Oh yeah. <laughs> and she thought it was hilarious. She's like, I know exactly what photo you found. Too. <laughs> and uh, it was very, it was very distinguishable. Yeah. For reference it's the one where uh, her uncle's like sitting in uh, the front yard shirtless in a lawn chair with a gun strapped to his <laughs> ankle. Yeah. <clears throat> but she liked that we raided him. So that's really good. Um, I saw a meme the other day that made me think of, of I ah, damn, I should have sent it to Crystal. I don't know why I didn't. Um, it was, uh, it, 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 it was like when the interviewer asks, like, why did you decide to apply here? <laughs> and the answer was, I'm really passionate about being able to afford food. Yeah, fair enough. Like, w- would that have been a better answer? Crystal, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, I like that. You should have sent that to Crystal. Yeah, I should have. I, and think of it. You should find it and send it to her. Nah, who fucking knows? It's it's a it's it, it, trying to find a post that you saw on Reddit that you didn't like save. Or oh send yeah, to someone. it's impossible. You'd never find it again. Yeah, yeah. Even even on like social media, unless you remember specifically who posted it, it's like impossible to track that shit down. Yeah. And with Reddit, like it's it's so not focused on who posted. It's just like this. It came from this subreddit, and it's on the memes subreddit, which is like super fucking popular so i'm never finding that post again no no huh yeah it happens but yeah our girl was in town and she uh she liked that we rated the uncle we gotta we gotta keep that up we gotta we gotta find some more dads to rate Mm, agreed yeah everyone seems to like the dad rating segment so we knew it would be great we just didn't get any fucking submissions right submit your fucking dads Send them to us in DMs. We will never show it on the podcast. No one will see it. No. It'll get saved to a folder on my phone that I will reference from time to time in undisclosed situations, <laughs> but it will never get shown to anybody else. Right. That's it. Huh. Unless you want us to show your dad, then, then maybe we will. If you do, if you had a really good dad, we might make in the thumbnail, but. Yeah, he's got to be a really good dad. Like, we're talking like Mr. Incredible or Crystal's uncle. (laughs) Right. Like one extreme or the other. (laughs) You either got to be a hot dad like Mr. Incredible or... Like a dad's dad. You got to be shirtless with a gun strapped to your ankle if you're going to make the thumbnail. (laughs) 
I rewatched um, the first Incredibles movie for the first time in a long time. Yeah. Not too, not too uh, uh, long ago. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to say the last time I saw the first Incredibles movie, I was still pretty young. Um, and so watching it again as an adult, there was a lot more that I caught out of that. Like somehow as a kid, I, I mean, I guess not really somehow I didn't re- recognize the concept of it. I didn't realize that like Elastigirl totally thought he was cheating on her. <laughs> right. And like, it's, it's like they played it off so well. It like, it really looked like he was having a midlife crisis. Like yeah. he got into shape. He bought him an expensive car. Right. <laughs> he started being all energetic and <laughs> coming home with like other women's hair on his suit. It's like, yeah, like as a kid, you're just like, she's going to find out that he's doing superhero stuff. Right. But as an adult, you're like, oh, he's not cheating on you, girl. Right. He loves you. I'm sorry. It's okay, girl. <laughs> Don't be insecure, girl. Right. He love you. Right. And then like before he goes off on another one of his trips, she just like walks him out to his car and she's, she's like, I, I, I love you. And it's like, oh, Mr. Incredible, what are you doing, dog? Right. But he wasn't doing anything wrong. I mean, he kind of was. It was well, illegal. I mean, he wasn't cheating on her. No, he wasn't cheating on her. No, he was just illegally saving people's lives. He wasn't even actually saving anyone's lives. He was just going on with along with syndrome's little plan. Yeah. Huh. But yeah. really fucking good movie. Like watching it again, I was like, I already thought this was a good movie, but this is way better than I remembered. Yeah. Um, so speaking of the Incredibles, um, actually she's as of Friday, she is no longer part of my sales team. Um, she got a new job, she but died. she just got a new job. She died. I mean, she might have, I don't know. She's not on my sales team. She works for a different company now. Kind of sounds like she fucking died, Mike. Okay, she died. But before she died, <laughs> um, uh, her, her name was Jacqueline. Was. Yeah, well, yeah, was. Not is. Before she died. Yeah, because she's dead now. I mean, she's dead to me, so fair enough. Um, her name was Jacqueline, but she either liked to go by Jacqueline or Jack, not Jackie very admin about not being a Jackie. And there was a group text one day that she was like, call me Jacqueline, call me Jack. You can call me Jay. You can call me by my last name. Like, just don't call me Jackie. And so I sent her like a gif of Jack, Jack from the Incredibles. And I was like, how about Jack, Jack? Does that work? And she was like, that's fine. Anything but Jacqueline or anything but Jackie. So Nice. I, I didn't really ever talk to her, so it didn't really make a difference. It's yeah. fine. She's dead now. And now she's dead. Uh, Rest in peace. R.I.P. Can we get an F for, for Jack Jack in the chat? Mm-hmm. What else you got going on this week? I don't think I really have anything interesting going on, to be honest with you. Like, I'm just, you know, I'm just, just streaming and creaming. You know how I'd be. Yeah. Um, I, I, I actually, I... I'm rereading a, a, a good chunk of Berserk right now because I had, I had an idea for a Berserk video that I was pretty interested in doing, doing. And then in the middle of like doing this read through, I like came up with another video idea that I thought was much better. So now I'm starting to pursue that one. And I think it's, 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 I, I have a very fragmented idea of what I want from it so far, but it's really solid. And I'm excited to hopefully actually do that one. Nice. What kind of timetable are you looking at on that? Ah, oh, fuck, I know. I mean, like, re- 
<laughs> right now, I've managed to get like in this year a video at the end of every season. Like my first video is out in March. My second video is out in June. So if I can just keep up with that trend and have it out in September, that'd be okay. great. But, you know, my videos are entirely dependent on like when I come up with an idea that I feel like is worth worth pursuing and when I get motivated to do it. Uh, because when I try to force myself into those things, it just doesn't work out. Yeah. So, um, I can't really give an honest estimate, but like, you know, uh, uh, this video feels really solid. Assuming I can come up with a script in a timely manner. Um, hopefully, you know, end of August, early September, that'd be great. Yeah. No promises. Right on. You had any goofiness at work lately, like ordering too many pies or no getting scared shitless by tiny people tiny people <laughs> no not really except um uh, uh, uh that girl and i now have a uh, a running joke that she's going to kill me oh why well because, because she tried to kill me that one time oh yeah know, trying to give me a goddamn heart attack yeah okay you so, gotta watch out for that yeah i do well, because she's small, you know, like she was talking about like climbing up into the vents and like dropping from the ceiling. And it's like, I would never fucking see that coming. Yeah. Yeah. You can't trust short people. Not at all. Don't. I mean, I'm five, six. Don't trust me. I don't. You shouldn't. Uh, I think I think part of the reason why when you were like, yeah, she's like, I don't know, like five, one. Five. I honestly, I feel like I was being generous. She it, might be like and she might honestly be like four foot five <laughs> honestly she's short okay so the reason i i thought about it afterward and i was like like yeah i get it compared to mac five one five two is super short i'm only five six that doesn't seem super super short to me but like thinking back like my mom was like four foot nine so like five two is like not that much taller than that. Well, I was I was gonna say it's considerably taller. Well, I guess uh, yeah, it, it's like, like six inches. Never yeah, mind. never mind. So, so that's why I was like five two. That's not that small. But when you think of four nine as as being like ridiculously tiny, I mean, like I, I'm not good at measuring uh, with my eyes. I, I'm terrible at guessing like feet distances. And you got to get on a, a ruler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I I, I would estimate that she comes up to about like, like probably about like nipple height. If I were to guess. Okay. So that's like very short. to That me. is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, later on we could estimate this. Cause uh, I know like the top of my mom's chin would, or the top of my mom's head would come right under my chin and I'm five, six. So we could see, see where, where my chin is in relation <laughs> to your nipple. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, your nipple is at chin height, then she's four nine. Yeah. Something I don't know. Something like that. Do not know. The, the other day I was uh I, I was at work and like <laughs> I don't know why. Like I was just in a good mood. Yeah. And for some reason that was freaking out my friend Megan. Okay. She was like, You keep smiling. Why do you keep smiling? I was like, I'm just in a good mood. What's wrong with that? Yeah. And she was like so freaked out by it. And I was like, I don't think I'm generally in a bad mood at work. Right. I, I know I do have a bit of a resting bitch face, but like, oh, I was just in a good mood. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. And she was so freaked out by it. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. I got to see Ken on Saturday. Oh, yeah. So I got to see his hair. Oh, yeah. Yeah. God, I forgot about this. It's not as much of a ponytail as I wanted it to be. It's Aww. a little disappointing. Um, So after the whole. uh you know, discovery of the podcast and 
the events that we had previously talked about with finding out about the prank. Um, of course, Amy, actually it might've been Ken. I don't know. One of them asked me if I wanted to hang out on Saturday. So I, uh, I went over for, over for, uh, for a bonfire and I got to see Ken with his, with his hair. So he had it up in a man bun, which is, you know, more socially acceptable than a ponytail. I feel at least like currently. I feel like it's more common at least. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you see, yeah, you see more man buns than you do man ponytails. Um, so he had it up in a man bun and I was like, eh, okay, but it wasn't that big. So I was like, take it out of there. I want to see what it looks like when it's down. And it was kind of long, but it wasn't that long. It was really just like, you remember when Carissa had that really stupid haircut <laughs> where like the sides of her head were shaved and it was really long in the middle and she like slicked it all back. Yeah. It was kind of like that. Gotcha. Like it was just really long in like the middle of his head, almost like a mohawk, but like the entire width of his head. And then he just had it like pulled up. Gotcha. Okay. I really wanted there to be like a sweet ponytail. I tried convincing him to like grow it to like the middle of his back, but he wasn't having it. Oh, come on. He's got to have one of those seventies dudes. Yeah. And yeah, you got to rock that thing just forever. He's an OG ponytail. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. So the ponytail was a little disappointing, but the fact that Ken had a man bun is, is fun enough. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. And he's got a sick waffle sticker, right? That, could be a gang symbol definitely possible definitely someone could also be trying to steal his child but hey he's gonna leave that on there because it looks cool yeah also his child either loves or hates me (laughs) so it's always hard to tell so i had never met the kid before right and i'm like we've talked before like i'm not like a kid person like Mm -hmm. i don't really know what to do with kids i don't know how to handle kids i don't know what to say to him you know this one's little it's like he's like a little over a year old he doesn't really talk so i don't know he just kind of points at things and you know whatever so we're sitting there and i look over and this kid's just staring at me just straight staring at me and so i'm like all right so i just start staring back at him and the kid just doesn't stop staring and just shakes his head back and forth at me (laughs) back and forth. Like, uh, uh, you're done. So I like to think that he thinks that I'm some sort of competition as a new child that could be replacing him. See, I was about to make a joke about that because like he, he he sees your bald fucking head and it's like, (laughs) that looks just like me, right? That kid's got more hair than I do. (laughs) Um, yeah, so either he either thinks that I'm I'm trying to replace Ken or I'm trying to replace him. But I like to think that he thinks I'm trying to replace him. One day Ken's just going to come home. It'll be giant 36-year-old man in his crib. Yeah. You know, why not? Wearing a diaper and everything. Right? Got a little bonnet on and a little like pacifier in your yeah. mouth. Totally fucking asleep. Your diapers really full of shit like we've talked about before. Yeah. Um, also I was left through a series of events. I was left alone with this child in the backseat of a car, just the two of us for probably 10 minutes. 
which was fine. I was like, whatever. It's like a little child. I can take care of this. And he was cool. He just kept pointing at things and I was just playing on my phone. I'd look over at him every now and then. And then he started getting a little fussy and uh, then he somehow fucking died <laughs> pretty much. No, no, no. I kept the kid alive and happy. I was like, oh, God, I was like, I don't know. I was like, what do kids like? I was like, oh. angry birds <laughs> close, close baby shark. Oh, my God. I was like, I know kids like that. So I just queued up Baby Shark and we watched that a couple times. And he started like fucking dancing around. Oh, good. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, that's enough of that. This kid might not go to sleep. And it was like 10 o'clock at night. So. Oh, yeah. So I stopped that and he was pretty calm and we all survived the situation. Good. Glad. Yeah. Except for Jack Jack. Except for Jack Jack. She's dead. She dead. <sighs> Speaking of popular songs, though, uh, yeah, never gonna give you up. Hit hit one billion views on YouTube. Really? So a billion people have been rickrolled. Hell yeah! Or a lot of people have been rickrolled more than once, which I can at least say I've definitely been rickrolled more than once. I, so. One of the, one of those times was from me, right? I, I rickrolled you on. I want to say it was your. First? It was the very first time for our live stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fun. Those are always fun. They are. They're a great fucking time. Um, I was uh, I was listening. I, I I'll sometimes throw on one of my, so I've been, I should put, give context. Cause it's going to sound weird. Otherwise. Yeah. Um, I, 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 my second channel, uh, which is called Mackie Chan. I've just upload clips from my Twitch onto there. Okay. Um, and then like, if I ever make anything like captain's kitchen or something like that, it'll also go on there, but I'm a lazy piece of shit. So I haven't, so I just throw live stream clips on there every few okay. days. Um, so sometimes just uh, if I know a live stream went pretty well, I'll pop on one of those live streams in the background and I'll listen to it while I work. Yeah. And I'll just take notes on like timestamps for like where I could pull a clip from. Okay. So I, I, I also, uh, I've, I've listened to the sea of thieves one and the Valheim one that I just recently did both uh, in the background to pull clips from. And I, I was like, man, these are fucking great. <laughs> we get a lot of good stuff out of these. Yeah. Yeah, no, your 24-hour streams are fun. Like, especially for for someone like me who's not, like, into, like, watching you play games for an extended period. It's fun that I can just periodically, like, pop in and out throughout the day. Yeah. And you're, like, you may be playing something different or, you know, whatever. You may be taking a Taco Bell break. Yeah. Like, I remember the one where you, you ate a shit ton of Taco Bell uh, I took a break and got Taco Bell at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> which was kind of fun because I was just chilling at home watching it, and I was like, "I'm kind of hungry. I could do the exact same thing." Yeah, it's fun. It's it's cool. The 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 the, the cool thing about 24 hour live streams is that like, despite their nature 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 as like a challenging form of live stream, they're actually extremely chill. You know? Yeah. Because like, especially for like me as the streamer, like generally speaking, I stream mostly solo like i don't play with my friends that often compared to how frequently i stream by myself uh-huh so like it's all on me to like create commentary and like create content and like especially like for 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 my focus as you know a personality based streamer i i make it a a a, a goal and i have for done this for years to just like basically never stop talking like i always like am trying to come up with something to fill the air yeah so, you know, even a three hour live stream can be like kind of exhausting sometimes, depending on what it is. But with yeah. 24 hour live streams, you know, I usually have two to three other friends in the call and we frequently choose games that are pretty relaxing to play. And so I can just like sit back, 
play some games with my friends and have some conversations and like the the funny comes along naturally just from our dynamic as friends so i don't have to try nearly as hard right um and yeah i can just chill out and, and play some games for 24 hours it really only gets to be pretty rough towards the end part the rest of the streams are always really, really fun yeah um the one thing that I will say that I've noticed every time I've watched one of your streams and I don't know why, because maybe it's just because I know you. The only other thing I've ever streamed on Twitch is the radio station I listen to. And I don't have the same like thought when I'm watching that because I think just cause I'm used to listening to him on the radio. But when I watch one of your streams, I keep instinctively wanting to like talk to you like you can hear me. Right. And I know part of it is because, you know, we do this. We talk for an hour plus every week. Right, right, right. Um, but Amy brought up Ken, well, Ken and Amy brought up the same thing about oh, really? Yeah, about how they try and like react and talk to us listening to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny to think about. Yeah, and I get it. Like, like after watching your stream, like I totally understand. Like, oh, I want to communicate with you. I've got to like type it in chat, and then you know you can respond whenever. But, um, yeah, just like seeing someone and hearing them talk that you're that someone that you're used to talking to, it's super weird that you can't respond. Hmm. I see. Yeah. I can't say I've ever had that kind of reaction, but I also don't have a lot of like IRL friends that like do that kind of thing. Like obviously like Kenan, I, I talk to him in per, like over voice all the time, but yeah. I also watch his streams a lot. So I don't get that kind of thing. Cause like him and I are both streamers. I feel like I communicate to him through stream, either him watching mine or me watching his more than like him and I just talking. So I definitely don't get that. Yeah, I gotcha. That, that definitely makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I also do this thing though. When I like, when I send or receive it, well, when I send a text message, like I read my text out, well, not always out loud. I read it to myself. Like I say it to myself as I'm sending it. But then as I receive a text, I try and read it like picturing that person saying it and imagining their voice. I also do that. Yeah, I feel like it's almost like a natural response. Microwave asked me once because um, Microwave has her own podcast that oh, I really to. yeah. Um, I always forget the name. Uh, Damn, <laughs> it's uh, uh, uh it, it's a much more focused, subjected um, podcast than ours. Okay. Um, well, I'll still have to check it out. She has uh, is it on Spotify? Yes, it is. She has like ten minute episodes where she talks about like a specific subject that she's chosen. Okay. Designer or artist in a digital world. That's what it's called. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I, I'll, I'll give context. Like, Microwave is an incredible artist. She draws my thumbnails, like I've mentioned before. Um, and so, her, 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 her podcast is really focused on, like, what it is to be an artist. Um, how, how to appreciate art. How to deal with people when it comes to art, but then sometimes she'll just intersperse like random life advice or like talk about random shit that's happened in her own life. And I, I enjoy it. But like she asked me once, like when I read out her chat messages, if I read it out, like in her voice from her podcast. Um, and the answer is no, because like she was chatting on my streams long before she started doing the podcast or doing her own podcast. Yeah. 
Um, so like, even though I recognize them as the same person, I still kind of read out her chats in my own voice rather than hearing it. It's her voice. Cause I saw her as text on a screen before I saw her as like a podcaster. Yeah, that makes sense. I get that. But then like with Sean, like, you know, Sean and I message each other all the time and like him and I hang out all the time. And like, he always texts the same way that he talks. So it's very easy to just read his text and hit like the inflection that he would be reading them in. Yeah. Well, microwave, you got another subscriber. I just subscribed to your podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess, uh, uh something I just had been meaning to mention and haven't, uh, uh, also related to live streams. I mentioned, uh, Oh, you know what? Something else I should mention. Um, it's yeah. been like a month and a half since I mentioned this. I actually can't believe it's been that long. I completely kicked my nail biting habit. It's just gone. Oh, nice. Like I, I, I have cut my nails multiple times without ever having bu- uh, bitten them. Hell yeah. So I'm Good very, for you, bro. very happy about that. Cause after fucking 23 years and like a, a constant desire to, I finally just like a bit, 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 not my nails, but the bullet and, and took care of that fucking habit or did not bite the bullet, I suppose. Right. And, and, and finally took care of that ha- habit. And then along with that, uh, I mentioned not long ago, I guess it would have been a while ago at this point. It's been over a month. I said I, I, I started live streaming like a lot more, like five days a week. Yeah. And I originally had planned to do that for like one month straight just to see like what it would be like. And like, I'm not planning to stop because the thing that I found for whatever reason, streaming that often has made streaming a lot more enjoyable. Good. And I think I understand why I've mentioned, I don't know if I mentioned on the podcast before, but I've talked to other people before. Like sometimes the hardest part of live streaming, at least before was just starting a stream. And I, I like to think of it almost like inertia, you know, like an object at rest doesn't want to start moving an object in motion. Doesn't want to stop. Yeah. Um, it's, it's the same thing as like, you know, getting up in the morning. The hardest part is actually getting up. Yeah. Once Wa- you're up, it's fine. Right. And then like at the same time, going to bed at night. The hardest part is sometimes just going to bed, right? Getting yourself physically into bed, right? And so like sometimes the hardest part of starting a live stream is simply hitting start streaming. Like for some reason, like I, a, a big part of it, I think is like the anticipation of it. It's almost like, okay, as soon as I hit start streaming, I'm committing myself to the next three hours, like sitting here and playing this game. Yeah. Um, like if I need to do anything else, I need to do it before I press start streaming, whatever else. Sometimes like, I don't know what game I want to play. And I'll like choose a game and I'll be like, I don't really know if I want to play this for three hours. Yeah. And then like that, like the, like having to choose what game to play will, will delay a stream to the point that like, I almost don't end up streaming at least before. And so some, uh, since now I'm live streaming, like the only days I'm not live streaming are Tuesday. Cause we record the podcast on Sunday. Cause that's like my designated off day that I don't ever do anything. Okay. Um, and, and like live streaming five days a week, like every single day, um, with the exception of days where like I have to get my car worked on has made live streaming so much more fun and so much easier. Cause it's like, this is just like an inevitable part of the day. Yeah. This is always going to happen. Like I, I don't pick and choose which days I'm live streaming anymore. It's not like, okay, well I'm not feeling like I'm live streaming today. So I'll live stream tomorrow instead. It's like, I'm live streaming every day. Yeah. And for something about that has made it so much more fun and like so much easier to just start streaming. Nice. So I plan to keep that up. I've been really enjoying like live streaming that much. It also, it feels really good to me because like, you know, as a streamer, my goal is always to just like do more. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, when I first started live streaming, I'd only live stream for like an hour and a half at a time. I've like continually ramped it up over the years up to the three hour mark that I'm up at now. Yeah. I'd love to go up to four hours at some point. Um, but I've been putting off doing that cause it's a, it's a lot more time than three hours. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, it, it feels really good to like look at my VOD channel and like see how many live streams I've done in the past month. 
I, I've streamed uh, uh, 21 out of the last 30 days. Yeah. Like a lot of fucking streams. I think it was probably it, either around the time of your 24 hour stream or whenever you told me that you were going to start like streaming more regularly. That's when I, I like started signing up to get notifications and yeah, you're streaming like all the time. I'm getting one constantly all the time. Yeah. And if I'm not doing anything, I usually try to pop in at least for a minute, which is epic. Yeah. Hell yeah, brah. Yeah. I, I, I'd wanted to bring that up. I, I like the past couple weeks. I like, I, I, one of my biggest problems I felt like as a live streamer for the longest time, has just been like committing to live streaming more frequently or with more time. Uh, and like, sometimes I just get into a funk, like especially around winter time, I get seasonal depression really bad. Sometimes yeah. I'll just like not stream for like a week or two weeks just cause like the depression hits hard. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's like a constant struggle with me where, where it's like, I like live streaming. It makes it sound like I don't like live stream live streaming when I say that like, it's hard to start a stream, you know? Yeah. But like, I think people understand when I describe it the way I just did, like sometimes like just the, 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 the prospect of starting a stream is like scary in its own right. Right. But like for some reason, making it like that much more frequent and that much more consistent has made it so much easier and so much more enjoyable. And I've been really happy with it. So, yeah, the one thing that I kind of I kind of thought about while you were talking about that, um, I can see how on one side. It could be easier if you streamed infrequently because it's like, oh, hey, I hardly ever do this. I'm really looking forward to it. But at the same time, you said it's been what, like six weeks or so? I think it's been a little over a month, I think. Okay. I didn't keep track of when I started. <laughs> but to go, you, you, oh, you said six, I, it six was like, weeks on biting your nails. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yes, that's true. You, you were right when you said I started doing, doing the, the frequent live streams like right after the 24 hour live stream. Um, no, I was going to say, uh, they, they kind of go hand in hand. Like you said, you've been doing this for a month or so and you've, you know, you enjoy streaming five days a week now. Yeah. And it, it's like they say, it takes 30 days to form a habit. You're right. So like you've gotten into the habit of streaming all the time. Yeah. You have gotten, gotten out of the habit. Well, yeah. And into the habit of not biting your nails. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I just wanted to bring that up at some point because it was a, it was a thought I had like it. It's it's streaming has been just like so much more enjoyable. <laughs> I don't know why. Like something psychological about it is just like this is something you're doing every day. Yeah. And then like I have so much more fun with it for some reason. I don't know why, but yeah. Good for you, brah. Anyway, um, suck my dick and smell my balls. That's the end of the podcast. <laughs>